0: Hello and welcome to the Arsenal way back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal Agenda series joining you 10am every weekday morning I'm joined by Chris how you doing mate you good you well
1: I'm very well thank you TC how are you?
0: Yeah, not bad. Not too bad at all. Um, Really interested to see kind of this U.S. tour and and how it's going to go. The players landed, of course. I'm enjoying the social clips already and seeing some behind-the-scenes stuff. I like the humanizing of the squad a lot. You know, it's something I think Arsenal have needed to do more of. The Amazon documentary will do even more of that. And this Hale End documentary that's that's out uh, will also do that too. So I'm looking forward to seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff. I know a lot of people have traveled out to the U.S. or, of course, are in the U.S. already and making their travels across the States to get to, to Florida. Uh, our very own Kai Karnak is out there now after some brief delays at the airport, but he did finally make it. Uh, and a lot of other friends of ours are out there too. So we wish them an absolutely fantastic summer trip watching the Arsenal. Uh, however, there is still plenty of transfer news to discuss as well and potential outgoings and incomings. We'll kick off with Nicolas Pepe, who yesterday was linked with the move to Sevilla. Chris, you probably saw um, these links that suggest that Arsenal and Pepe would both need to come down on their demands for transfer fee and wages. Um, but then Pepe did take to his Snapchat to kind of hint at a possible stay. I don't know if you saw these kind of posts. It was a bit strange. It was a bit odd. Was, there were fans saying, like, you know, uh, real Arsenal fans know like how good you are. Uh, another one that was like, please stay, please don't leave Arsenal. And he was, like, replying with, like, love hearts and stuff. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. So what do you make of kind of the whole Pepe situation? Um,
1: Pepe, Pepe, where, where do we start? I mean, look, it's uh, it's it's a situation which we would expect to I would say develop as the window goes on. I mean, as has been, you know, the 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 sort of the situation with a lot of the players that are reportedly available at Arsenal, there's there's been very minimal movement. But as the window goes on, you know, teams maybe start to you know um sort of start to ramp up their transfer business. Maybe they're maybe reluctant to pay a certain figure to begin with, but as the window drags on, that they maybe get a bit desperate, the pressure's on them to do something and they end up paying. I mean, um, obviously I know there's been reports suggesting that Pepe could go to Sevilla in in, in Spain, but at the moment they're unwilling to pay maybe the 25 million euro uh, sort of fee that Arsenal are demanding. It's more towards sort of 15, 18 million euros. So you know, it's maybe a situation to keep an eye on, but uh, you know, all the all the sort of the signals, all the indications point towards Pepe leaving, and you mm. know that's sort of been you know how it's looked certainly from the outside anyway for a while now. It's just been a ultimately, it's just been a move that hasn't worked out. I think that's fair to say we paid a big big fee for him, um, you know, club record signing, um, and at the end of the day, we haven't seen the the sort of the, the performances, the the displays, the consistency from a 72 million pound player. And that's grown into frustration. That's grown into a lack of confidence from the player and also from the fans. Because you know, when you spend that amount uh, amount on a player, you, obviously at the time, I'm sure you were TC when he first signed, you know, we were excited. We were really into you know intrigued to see how he would get on. Just had a fantastic season in France, mm. of course. You know the expectations were 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 so up there, but those those expectations were never met, unfortunately. And you know you know, you just look at it, and you, uh, uh, obviously it's, it's fantastic when a signing you know really pays off and it goes down well. But at the same time, it's also important to remember that that these things can happen. It, all, it doesn't always work out, and unfortunately, that's been the situation with Pepe. So you know. Oh, I'm, oh, that's settled with me now that is the situation he he, he, he hasn't performed um we we spent 72 million pounds um was it wasted oh you know respectfully it probably was and um that that's the situation we've had we're going to deal with it now we're going to make a big loss unfortunately we're not going to get anywhere near amount um or oh, sorry we're not going to get anywhere near that amount back are we so um Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see how it goes on this summer, TC. I'd still expect him to to go go somewhere, whether that's on loan or whether that's in a permanent. Obviously, in an ideal world, you want it to be a permanent deal. But there's just teams out there that haven't got the the money, unfortunately. Um, And, uh, you know, I'm sure Pepe's wage demands are pretty high as well. So we'll have to wait and see. But um, hopefully, you know, the club and the players' size, obviously he's changed agents recently as well. Hopefully, um, you know, they can meet in the middle somewhere and uh, a team comes in and, and is willing to pay what obviously we're
0: demanded. Mm. Some breaking news whilst we're live as well. Uh, Arsenal have confirmed the loan exit of Austin Trusty to Birmingham City uh, on a season-long loan. Uh, we signed him, of course, from the Colorado Rapids, the other team owned by Stan Kroenke. It was kind of felt always that that move was used to basically create a pathway for Trusty through uh, to the European game um and we'll see now how he gets on in the championship next season but you know he's, he's a player with with experience in the US men's national team uh, at youth level at senior level and of course also playing a 100 over 100 games I think in MLS so an experienced young player i think at 23 years of age and uh yeah we we hope that he has a successful year returns to arsenal the following summer perhaps with potential of getting into the senior squad we'll wait and see it didn't work out for other players like Daniel Ballard etc who went on loan to the championship but uh, this one might be slightly different um let's um, let's talk about the the big transfer story of yesterday Chris which of course was the news that Arsenal would be uh, are in talks with Manchester City to try and sign Oleksandr Zinchenko what are your thoughts around this one
1: excited Um, really, really pleased to see the club have, or appear to have moved on quite swiftly from Lissandro Martinez. And um, I think I've, I've said it on here before, TC, I've said it in articles I've done as well, that Sinchenko just makes so much sense, you know, and he was my, he was sort of my ideal alternative to Martinez. Um, I think the added bonus with, with bringing in someone like Martinez originally would have been, you know, his ability to play at centre back as well as left back and defensive midfield, and the qualities that he possesses. You know, that versatility, the the, the technical ability on the ball, um, just his overall reliability as well as a defensive player. It would have been it would have been good to see him come in, but I think to then move on to Sinchenko would be really really good business. He's he's very very similar. Um and you know obviously he has similar versatility, especially with play at left back playing central midfield um great on the on the ball technically very very good and I guess with the added bonus that you wouldn't have got with martinez is that he's he's Premier league proven as well he's got winning pedigree coming from Manchester City's won trophies, worked under a very, very good manager in uh, Pep Guardiola. And again, just like Jesus, he's uh, someone that is familiar with, with Mikel Arteta. And again, you know, it's been really interesting to see as this window, has sort of progress to to see these these links to certain players, you know, players that have worked with with Arteta before, players that have maybe, the, obviously with Fabio Vieira, we've seen it with Lucas Biquetti and the Tielemans links, you know, these are players that are obviously playing now currently in positions to what Arteta played, in a, a, as a player, you know Arteta knows these players well. His knowledge on them will be good. The relationships, obviously, with with Zinchenko, with Gabriel Jesus, playing a key role as well. So um, you know, yeah, it, it's encouraging. Um, really excited to, to to see if this one gets done, um, and uh, I'll be over the moon with his addition. Um, and uh, it, obviously, it, we'll have to wait and see what sort of impact it has on the other central midfield targets. Obviously, I mentioned there Lucas Paqueta and, and Yuri Tienemans. We know Sinchenko can play in central midfield. Whether or not that will have sort of a direct impact on on them pursuits, we'll have to wait and see. I would imagine, TC, I'm sure you you think the same as well, that he will be coming in, if he does, to play at left-back and to brew, you know provide competition, support for Kieran Tierney. Obviously, we know he's he had so many injury troubles Um, and we know as well, new Tavares, um, the subject of plenty of loan interest from abroad. So again, obviously if he was to leave Sinchenko coming in to, to fill in at left back makes much more sense. So, yeah, um, it, it seems as if it's a, a deal that will pick up pace fairly quickly. Um, obviously the athletic report that talks are already taking place and I think if talks are taking place between the two clubs, you know, it, Arsenal will have some sort of indication that they're willing to do business. That Zinchinko is willing to make that move as well. And, um, I, I suppose similarly with the, the, the Jesus situation, I should know, I don't want to obviously jinx it or anything, but I'm relatively confident because of that connect connection between Arteta and the player. And also the, the two clubs as well, they have a good working relationship there now after the Jesus deal. steal. So, um, yeah, I'd expect it to, to move pretty swiftly over the next few days. Maybe even Arsenal would be um, sort of trying to get him over into the States. Although saying that, I think I've read some of that Man City are in the States already. So again, you know, that would be quite a, a smooth transition, hopefully, if it was to progress. So, um, yeah, no, really excited to, to, to see how this one plays out. Be good to, to see him come in. I think it would be a great addition. Brilliant bit of business. Um, what are your thoughts on the TCU? Just as equally as uh, excited? You're on mute, buddy.
0: Classic. Did a, did a Chris. I've done a Chris yeah. the day after. Um, yeah, no, I'm really, really excited about this. Um, I think that he's going to be underrated and underplayed by quite a large portion of the fan base, maybe. I think that there is maybe a misunderstanding about how good he is, because obviously he's not regularly playing and starting for Manchester City. But when he does play, he's... He's been excellent. Um, in fact, looking at kind of the statistics uh, into the play, you know, yesterday I, I put a tweet out on my personal account talking about kind of the fact that he's not coming in as a backup. If you look at his head-to-heads against the likes of, of Tierney and and Tavares, looking at Premier League last season per 90, he wins in terms of goals conceded, tackle success, interceptions, chances created, dribble success. And actually looking at the ability of him to play in midfield. Uh, when you do a head-to-head for uh, the Premier League in 21-22, all stats across 90 minutes, you know, he's better in aerial duels one than Xhaka, tackles one than Xhaka, interceptions more than Xhaka, forward passes more than Xhaka, better chances created than Xhaka, better passing accuracy than Xhaka, possession one in the defensive third and the middle third, um, only the defensive third, to be fair, uh, better than Xhaka. Xhaka does win out the middle third only by uh, 0.23 of a win per 90. So, you know, he's coming out with these brilliant statistics. And I think what you might see as a criticism is people saying, well, you know, he's playing at Man City. So obviously these stats are going to be good. And, you know, in response to that, what I would say is consider Stefan Jovetic, consider consider uh, Eloquim Mangala and Wilfred Bonny and Fabian Delph, you know, players that signed for a lot of money to Manchester City. And couldn't put in the numbers. And so they didn't stick around. City got rid of them because they weren't happy with their output. Zinchenko has been one of the most lauded players by Pep Guardiola for what he can do, for what he does when he performs, for his versatility, for his ability to just absorb information and use that. There's a reason why they call him a bit of a sponge up there because he just takes in every bit of information and applies it onto the field. I think 30 to 35 million pounds is a fair representation of the player that you're getting. Premier League quality, you know, played several seasons at the top level and won plenty of titles and trophies with City. Um, They don't need to sell. We've just seen Nico Williams move, you know, from Liverpool to Nottingham Forest for 17 million pounds. Is Zinchenko twice the player than Nico Williams? Arguably more than twice the player than him. So, you know, you can absolutely see why he's costing that kind of amount of money. Um, And I'm looking forward to seeing what he brings to the team. You know, if you if I had a genuine choice between spending 30 to 35 million on Zinchenko or more than 50 million on Lissandro Martinez, a player without any Premier League experience with a greater level of risk, and who isn't a left back, but that we were looking at to bring in to play as a left back, you know, I think it's a fa- it's a good debate about which one would come in. Don't get me wrong, I wanted Martinez and I wanted to see that at Arsenal, but. If you told me the alternative to him is Inchenko, I have no qualms about missing out on him at all. It certainly softens that blow. What may not soften the blow, though, Chris, is a couple of stories about not only exits, but potential players that may not be ending up at Arsenal. Now, James Minicholas of The Athletic released a piece this morning which contradicted pretty much everything that had been reported on Lucas Paquetta prior to this point. Uh, The Athletic claiming that Arsenal's interest isn't anywhere near kind of advanced or they're not really pushing for this move like has been suggested elsewhere you know i'm not going to sit here and try and say this source is right this source is wrong because i think chris what we've come to understand and what we've reported at football.london is that arsenal are implementing strategies to try and limit the amount of information that does get out regarding their transfer business and i think because of that what we've seen is a big convolution of conflicting reports throughout the summer about lots of different transfer targets so whilst this story coming out kind of pause a bit of cold water on the Paqueta deal for now. I'm not going to let it discourage me, and I think Arsenal's business so far shouldn't allow us to to get discouraged necessarily.
1: Oh, absolutely not! No way. Um, you know, and obviously with the the intensifying links and the the progress that seems to be um, seems to have been made with the, the Sinchenko deal, then no, it should absolutely not discourage our sort of um, our progress so far in, in terms of the the, the business done. I think, look, you've got to look at it uh, this way. And that's, we've got our star striker through the door and Gabriel Jesus, and we know he's going to be a top quality addition. Fabio Vieira, really excited to see him come in. Obviously, Porto fans, devastated that he left. Just Portugal fans in general, um gutted to see him leave the country and, and but, but although sort of happy to see him make that that step to the Premier League because they know he's good enough that they, they see him as the next best um Portugal sort of uh, product coming out of Portugal. Um Marquinhos again really intrigued to see what happens with him. I think you know he had a he played it safe against FC Nuremberg the other week but again it, it the, the early signs were encouraging. He's got a lot of talent um, physically, you know, in a really good shape to to have an impact in England right from the off. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see how he does moving forward in, in the next few weeks in pre-season. And obviously, we've got Bernd Leno's uh, replacement already through the door of Matt Turner. So, that's four new additions. Um, I'm happy with what's been done so far. But obviously, as we creep ever closer to the start of the the, the campaign, the Premier League season, you want to see more done. And obviously, you now we're seeing Zinchenko potentially coming in over the next few days. Again, that's uh, uh, the right step in, um, or a good step, sorry, in the right direction. Um, and yeah, I mean, you've mentioned Lucas Paqueta there and sort of that report from The Athletic. Um, we obviously, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see because it, you sort of touched on it there. It's been unpredictable. I mean, I mentioned Fabio Vieira. That deal came out of absolutely nowhere. We, that wasn't yeah. previously reported. I think we'd been linked to him maybe earlier this year or, or, or whenever. But there was nothing solid there until this this report came out. And all of a sudden, you know, he was on his way to London to complete the move. And, um, yeah, I mean, we've reported here at London, as you say, that Arsenal are looking to do business as quietly as possible, keep things silent. And, you know, we've seen, it, haven't we, sometimes when you can put names out to the media or things leak out into the media, it can actually go against you when you're looking to get these deals done. And, you know, if you keep things quiet, keep things close to your chest, you know, it maybe it sort of puts other clubs off. You know, they don't know what you're up to, don't know what players you're looking at. You know, for example, with Lissandro Martinez, maybe if... uh, it wasn't known that Arsenal were looking in, into signing in. Manchester United wouldn't have acted so decisively, so quick, so quickly. You know, it, it, there's lots of different things that go on behind the scenes that we all aren't aware of. Um, and I'm sure there's discussions with players and agents going on right now that just, we, we, we you know, are unknown to us um, at Arsenal. So, that there's a long, long, time left isn't there this this summer or this transfer this transfer window um i'm still hoping that we bring in a a new midfielder because i just think that's sort of a key area you know one one injury to to the lads in 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 that position and all of a sudden it, it becomes a lot less um solid and strong and um I I mean, I keep saying it on on social media on here that Tielemans opportunity for me, you know, for the reported price of 25, 30, 35 million pounds, open to a move, wants to join Arsenal. I just think it's too good of an opportunity to ignore TC, in my opinion. I just, I'd be really, really surprised. I'd be disappointed, I think, more than anything, if Arsenal don't end up making that move. Um, I don't mind if it is. Isn't the if if we go for Telemans vice versa as long as we go for one of them, um, I'd be you know I'd be happy, and look um, very quickly as I know I'm rambling on, but um, That's not yeah, like you. What are you uh, about <laughs> Stock? I know. Um, yeah. I mentioned Marquinhos there. Look, his addition, he could surprise a few people. You know, he could go and follow the path that Martinelli went down and, and, and end up being a really key player to the team. He's got the potential, he's got the talent. Okay, he's still very raw, but so is Martinelli when he joined the club. Um, but I think if he has a really strong pre season, um, he, you know, he sort of, I guess, takes the pressure off us to get in a new right winger. And, um, you know, if we end the window now with a central midfielder, and Sinchenko, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be too um, disheartened, but I wouldn't be too unhappy with that. I, I'd take that. Um, I think the right winger at this moment in time, Tom, um, whether or not you agree. Um, I think a right winger at this moment in time would be the icing on the on on oh. on the cake. That would be the cherry on top. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. But um, no, I'd say encouraging signs so far, and obviously all point, all indications point towards Arsenal not being done yet. And I'd I'd expect at least a couple more coming in, including Sinchenko.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um increasingly reports coming out this morning are suggesting that that Zinchenko deal is is edging towards completion. Um, so, you know, we, we seem pretty confident that that's a deal that Arsenal can get done this summer, which is which is excellent news because it was a position on the field, you know, left-back and the versatility to add into midfield was a really key position that Arsenal wanted. And they look like they're getting a Premier League ready and a Premier League quality player in for that. Um, as you say, one of Tielemans, one of Paqueta, Either one of those two, and I'm I'm very happy with the midfield addition that we make. Paqueta, although he's more advanced, can certainly play the left eight role, which is a position that we needed to add. an Inverted kind of left eight role that both Tillemans and Paqueta can play. That that was key. So either one of those would be very, very happy with that. And lastly, you know, that forward line Marquinhos is a player of 19 years of age, given a senior number, has jumped ahead of the queue of a number of youth players um, in the queue for that kind of position which is potentially um, one of the reasons why we're seeing some whispers come out this morning that Amari Hutchinson could leave the club this summer. Now, it's a story that I, Amari Hutchinson is a player that I've been trying to get clarification on for a long time, because the last I was aware, his contract was running incredibly low. um, And the there wasn't that much time to kind of sort out uh, what was going to be happening. He's represented, as far to my understanding, by Kia Jarabchin, who would be a name that a lot of people uh, know very, very familiarly with. And the rumours coming out this morning, and we will quote the uh, the source. Is it the secret? Um, let me find it. It is the the secret scout that have supposedly reported this. I, I can't verify this information at this point in time. You know, there's been no cross-referencing and we learned about this minutes before going live. So it's not like I've had a chance to chase anything up on this, but um, if it is true that Amari Hutchinson is making a move to Chelsea from Arsenal, I do think that the signing of Marquinhos probably had an impact on his decision, whether or not him not being included in the tour for both Germany, because he didn't go to Germany either, or the U S has played an impact. We don't know, but Chris, let's hypothetically suggest that he does make this move it is a bit of a blow because he is considered one of the best talents in the Academy.
1: Yeah, it will be a blow. Um, but equally, Tom, I, I, I'm very, very surprised at the, the potential destination here, very yeah. surprised. Doesn't make sense. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm more worried for him, if anything, for his career, if he does make this, 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 uh, this choice, because, Okay, I can understand maybe the frustration that he has over the lack of opportunities with the first team. I know he's made the bench. Maybe he's made a few um, appearances here and there. I remember when we went to Scotland pre-season uh, the last last year, he, he went and he he made he, um, made a few appearances there. Um, looked pretty pretty solid because it's, it's clear you know he has a lot of potential, um, and uh, you know he's been at the club <laughs> since a very young age um but you know i still think you know with the amount of games that we have to play this season obviously is is the um there's the five substitutions being permitted now as well i i i i would be surprised if if he didn't sort of have the opportunity to to play with the first team this season in some capacity um but as you mentioned Marquinhos's arrival could have changed things. We've still got Reese Nelson on our books as well. We don't know what's going to happen with, with him. Um, so I can I can understand the you know that that side of things from, from his point of view, the uncertainty, the lack of opportunities um, moving forward. Um I, I mean, maybe alone would have made sense. You know, in the meantime, while we sort yeah. of see how these other players get on that we've we've already got and, and sort of resolve their futures, if you like. Um, yeah, I think Cologne would have been good for him, would have been beneficial. He's just had a really, really good season with the uh, the under-23s and the under-21s. So yeah, big, big talent, and it would be a big, big loss. But as other people have quite rightly pointed out this morning on social media, when you've got such a successful academy with so many big talents, so many exciting prospects coming through the door, there's going to be times, there's going to be moments where you will lose one of them. And uh, yeah. you know, if these reports are to be obviously believed, then Amari Hutchinson could be that one. But I, I'd I would urge him if he's if it's you know maybe if it's not true if he's maybe considering this this move as things stand, I would urge him to reconsider. I really, really would. And um, just based off the fact that you know Chelsea are known for loaning out players, um, consistency that consistently, sorry, they don't sort of provide many first team opportunities. Um and when they do, it's a rare occurrence. I mean, um uh, yeah, I, I just uh I just don't don't think this is a, a good move for him. But then again he has certainly has the potential, there's a talent to go and prove me wrong. Um mm. But yeah, a, a very weird, a very weird move. Um, not one I expected to to prop up really um, th- this morning. But yeah, we'll have to wait and see what was said throughout the day. I'm show. Sure we'll hear more on it.
0: There is more breaking this morning. It does seem that there is more to this. Um, And it does seem that this is going to be uh, a move that takes place from the sounds of things. Now, as I said, I've been trying to get clarification on the length of his contract. I don't know if Arsenal will get any kind of fee for this. Um, I'd be surprised if it was anything big. What I would say is that Arsenal have done very well of late to be able to sign up and keep hold of a lot of products that they thought were going to move on. You know, Balogun, Kayon Edwards were two players in particular that Arsenal looks very, very likely to lose. And they managed to renew both of those players. So we'll see what happens with these guys. But uh, I don't know ultimately uh, how who else is going to move on. But there's suggestions that more under-23s could yet leave between now and the end of the window. Uh, make sure you keep up to date with all things Arsenal. Uh, here we'll continue to update you with everything that goes on. Sorry we've not been able to go through many of your questions this morning. It's been a very busy morning indeed. Chris, thank you for your time. Always appreciate it.
1: Thank you, mate. Um, Just one quick update to bring Mm. people on Sinchenko as well. Um, I don't know if you've seen, but obviously our colleagues over at Manchester Evening News are reporting that um, Sinchenko looks likely to leave as Arsenal have made progress on the deal. So, yeah, one to keep an eye on over the next few days, of course. Looks like there's growing confidence this one will get done. Um, Certainly, you know, going in the right direction at the moment. But, um, yeah, thank you as ever, TC. Thank you to everyone tuning in, and I hope everyone has a great day.
0: Indeed. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Chatbox. Always appreciate your time. Uh, Do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on, so you never miss a show. We'll be back, of course, next Monday. Uh, There'll be no shows in the morning over the weekend as usual, but there will be more content dropping throughout the US tour. Uh, Our man Kai Karnak is on the ground and we'll be getting regular updates from him as one of the very few Uh, accounts out there giving you live and on the ground updates from the tour. Indeed, uh, your number one location to come for all of that good stuff. We will see you very soon and as always up the Arsenal.